Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks, Steve. You should go take a rest. <laughs> Love you, brother. You're awesome. Oh, so funny. I, I can do that because he's my friend, so we get to banter with each other. Hey, good morning, everyone. Look at this. We got right here behind me, uh, technically a horse trough, but to us, it's a baptismal tub, and uh, it is filled with water that's at about like 97, 98 degrees. We actually heated it up, and it was at about 100, maybe, so Gil and I threw some ice cubes on it to bring it down a few degrees. But for all the people getting baptized today, it'll be, you know, this sense of being surrounded by the warmth of God's love. So uh, just excited today for what's going to happen. We have Baptism Sunday. So uh, before we get there, we have 20 people who have signed up to get baptized across our two services today. And uh, these people who are being baptized have each decided to follow Jesus. This morning, I even spoke with a young girl. She's about my son's age, maybe seven years old. And her dad came in and said she's been wanting to get baptized for a really long time. And I think she's ready. And I asked her, um, do you love Jesus? And, and she said, yes. And I said, what did Jesus do for you? And she said, he died on the cross for my sins. I said, and what did Jesus do after he died on the cross? He said, he rose from the dead. And, and I said, and what does baptism mean? And then she's like, and put her face in her dad's chest. But, but, but no, she, she said baptism is what connects us with Jesus and also connects us to this community of faith that we have here. So um, it's such a special thing to see uh, both young and old and everything in between come to Jesus for baptism. You know, I love what my friend Corey, who came here last week when he spoke, he, it was like this one-off statement that he said. He said, baptism is not for perfect people. Baptism is for people who love Jesus. And I love that. That's going to stick with me because what baptism is, is it's a way of demonstrating by being fully submerged into water that you are fully surrendered to God. And that's what's going to happen here this morning. So uh, let me pray for us, and then I'm going to talk a little bit more about what we're going to see uh, happening here today. I know your brother's getting baptized. Isn't it so awesome? <laughs> so fun? Cool. Let me pray for us. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this morning. God, thank you for each person who has come here today to be witnesses of what's about to take place. God, we are praying for each person who has decided to be baptized, that because they follow you, Jesus, and because they love you, they're making this public declaration of faith. And so, Lord, would you just inhabit the praises of your people today? Would you fill this, this room here this morning with your power and presence in a way that would just be so tangible, we couldn't deny that you are in our midst and that you love us? And so, Lord, we thank you for this morning. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So before we get to the actual baptisms, I want to take a moment here this morning just to explain uh, a little bit about what's going to be happening. This is, a, this is a public event. This is a family activity. And, you know, baptism is this testimony where the people who are coming up here are, are really making a bold declaration. They're going to come forward and they're going to demonstrate to all of us as the witnesses that they believe in God and that they belong to the family of God. 
And the way that this has happened is they've believed upon the only name that can save, Jesus. They believe that he is the son of God. They believe what Jesus has done, that he died on a cross and that he was buried, but that three days later he rose again and that in him we have eternal life. And eternal life is not something that just begins when you die and go to heaven. There's an element of that. But eternal life really does begin at the moment of belief. When a person says yes to following Jesus, there's this quality of life that comes into your inner being that is um, the person who has experienced it just knows it. They know it. And then as a way to demonstrate that that has really happened inside of them, there's really been a transformation, then they come to baptism to make a proclamation. You know, baptism is simply that. It's the proclamation of the transformation. And so this is a family function today. And if if you're visiting with us here today, perhaps you're here to support a family member or a friend who is going to be baptized. We're so glad that you're here with us. Um, We want to welcome you to this family function. It's going to be a blast today. but, but if, if you're here today, it's really for this purpose, which is that we're here to celebrate what can be the, what really is the most important decision for a brother or sister in Christ, and that is to be baptized. To do that in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And so since the start of this church, we have had 98 baptisms. I do keep track. And my daughter, Kennedy was the first to be baptized in this church before we moved down here to start this church. Um, She really wanted to be baptized. I said, hey, how about this? How about you can be the first person to be baptized at Calvary Chapel Palace Birdies? She's like, deal. Um, I was surprised at that first baptism. My mom came forward without without me knowing it beforehand, and I got to baptize my mom. Um, I got to baptize my son at the last baptism we had here. It was quite a moment because I'd been telling my son, you know, he's a pastor's kid and he's growing up in a Christian family. And I'm kind of telling him, hey, why why don't you wait? I really want baptism to be your decision. And I really want you to know what you're doing. And anytime we'd have a baptism here, he'd sit and he'd just watch. And he's just like, I want to go in so bad. We'd even be at the swimming pool. He's like, dad, can you just baptize me right here? And uh, the Lord totally cornered me. He, I was teaching from the book of Acts this last time. I don't know if you guys remember, but it was this whole thing about where Paul was going to be baptized. And, and it was like, what's preventing you from being baptized? And I remember saying, let nothing get in the way of you making this decision to be baptized. Is there anyone else who wants to be baptized? And, and uh, a hand went up over here. And, I, and they're like, oh, over there. And I turned, and it was my son. And he looked at me, and he took his fingers, and he went. <laughs> and God the Father kind of spoke to me in that moment. He's like, let the boy get baptized. <laughs> Do not get in the way of him coming to Jesus. And so that's really the testimony that we've seen here again and again is there's nothing that needs to get in the way between you and God. Uh, Your sin does not need to get in the way of you and God because Jesus has paid it all on the cross.
You can be fully forgiven and cleansed of all of your sins simply by making a confession with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and by believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You can be saved and sin is separated as far from you as far as the east is from the west. God doesn't even remember your sins anymore. So sin doesn't need to stand in the way of you getting baptized. Your fear or your nervousness doesn't need to get in the way of you being baptized. Um, what people might say, whether family or friends or, or uh, even prior religious experiences that you've had, doesn't need to get in the way of you being baptized. You see, nothing needs to get in the way of us coming to God in this way. And so I want to read to you from Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 through 20, which is um, the scripture we actually studied last week on Mission Sunday. And this is what it says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And so that is what we are doing here. We are following that command of Jesus. You know, disciples are being made here. Because people are hearing the teachings of Jesus and they are, the Bible says in Romans that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God and when they believe God's word to be true, they make a decision to follow Jesus. And when a person says, I want to follow Jesus, the next step for them is baptism. In Acts chapter 8, we see the story of this man who was an Ethiopian. He was traveling one day in his chariot, and he happened to have one of the scrolls of Isaiah, and he was reading from it. And Philip, who was a disciple of Jesus, had seen or heard how he was reading this, uh, this scroll of Isaiah, this prophecy about Jesus, and he comes along, and he says to the Ethiopian, do you understand what you're reading? And he says, hop in and explain it to me. And so Philip begins to explain all the things that he was reading, and he pointed to how Isaiah was telling about how Jesus would come, and that by his blood, we would have the forgiveness of our sins, that he was the Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world. And so this Ethiopian man there believes in Jesus, and just as they're traveling, we don't know what kind of water it was, maybe a maybe a lake, maybe a pond, maybe some ocean, maybe just a little ditch of water on the side of the road, maybe a trough, like a horse feeding trough or something. And the Ethiopian man says, look, there is some water. What prevents me from being baptized? And so he did. He heard the word. He believed the word. Faith came into his life, and immediately he was baptized. In Acts chapter 2, we see on the day of Pentecost, this was the birth of the church, Peter preaches this powerful sermon by the influence of the Holy Spirit, and at the end of that message, it says in Acts 2.41, so those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. And so we can see all throughout scripture, I could pull up many more scriptures where it's Simply is this, that there is a hearing of God's word, there is a believing of God's word, there is a receiving of salvation, and then there is a baptism to show that that person has heard and believed 
and received eternal life in Jesus Christ. And so in just a moment, there are men, women, and children who will come forward here to do that, to give an outward expression of an inward reality. They're saying, I belong to Jesus. I've received his word and I trust him. A change has happened in my life because of the truth of God. I'm no longer who I used to be and I'm excited for who I am becoming. Jesus has saved me, he has redeemed me. I've been reconciled to God through faith and and that's what these brothers and sisters are gonna declare today through this action. Each one has received the gift of salvation a free gift that is available to all, it's even available to you today. You know, really, we could say baptism is kind of just like a big sermon illustration. It's like a visible representation of the gospel. And so for those who are gonna come forward to be baptized today, I know it might feel a little nervous because, you know, we used to do it down on the floor. Now it's like up here. And it's like, oh my goodness, like... It's even higher, like everyone can see me. <laughs> and I'm gonna get wet and, and drip across the floor. No, but it's, here's the thing, this is a cel- Who's excited for this? <laughs> you know, this is like, almost feels like a wedding day. And it should, it should feel special. It should feel, um, it should feel big. And so, as we go into this, um, there's that scripture I read from from, uh, the Great Commission, and it ends by saying, and behold, I am with you always. And, And there's something about baptism that, you know, God's presence is with us all the time. He's with us every Sunday. He's with us every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He's with us every hour of every waking day, right? He's with us always. But there's something about baptism where it just feels like the veil between heaven and earth is so much thinner. Where you have this sense of God's presence that is so palpable and true and so In baptism, we get to experience all of who God is, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we get to to experience all of what he has done for us, that the Father has planned our salvation, that that Jesus accomplished our salvation, and the Holy Spirit applies our salvation. We get to experience salvation. Now, baptism doesn't save anyone. Let that be clear today. But it is a belief in Jesus, a confession with your mouth and a belief in your heart, a turning from your sins and saying, I want to turn and I want to follow Jesus. You know, the the cross before me, the world behind me, there's no turning back. I'm going to follow Jesus. And so if you have done that, if you are a follower of Jesus and you have not been baptized yet, today might be the day for you to do that. We know that there's 20 across our two services who are ready to do that right now. So I'm going to pray for us. I'm going to invite the worship team to come up, and uh, I'll just give some real simple instructions as we now do baptisms. So let me pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this time. We're eager and expectant for you to move here. Lord, what a beautiful thing 
that there are going to be people who are declaring, I love you, God. I follow you, Jesus. I've died with you, Jesus. I've been crucified with you. The, The life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who gave himself for me. And I have been raised to newness of life because of your resurrection. And so going into that water and coming out of that water is a tangible feeling of what what has happened on the inside. And so, Lord, would you do a great work in our midst, Lord? Would you move with power and love? And, Lord, just let us be fully alert to all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.